if you're not grateful for what you already have, how can you possibly be grateful for having even more of it? So what's this podcast all about, this financial sobriety thing we're doing? It certainly isn't a traditional conversation about money. There's lots of great people in our industry that talk the traditional game. This is going to be a very unconventional conversation about those three unbelievably complicated relationships that when you put them all together, you don't necessarily think of them this way, but the relationship that you have with money, the relationship you have with your people that mean the most to you, and then the relationship that you have with the person in the mirror. You mean those three relationships go together? They do, and it's a very complex interrelationship between them. And when those get a little bit out of whack, interesting things happen. Do you know anything about that? We should probably introduce ourselves. Who oh, are you? good idea. Jim Gephardt. And I'm Matthew Grishman. I'm your author of the book, Financial Sobriety, and we are going to have some great conversations, so stick around. What are you grateful for today, brother? Wow, just hit me with it. Uh, I love just popping you right between the eyeballs wow. with what are you grateful for today? There's no better way to start a show than with that question. We are in the middle of gratitude season. I'd say so. And perhaps last Thursday was uh, opening day. Or was it the championship game? I'd like to think it's not the championship game. I'd like to think it's opening day. I love that. That's from, beautiful. From the standpoint of the reminder, of the significance and the importance, the power, the impact, all of those lovely adjectives in terms of what gratitude does for us individually, collectively. And I'm hoping with our little uh, our rant today that we can, we can have it carry on. We, we can have it be that ripple effect yeah. that as beautiful as it was around our Thanksgiving table to share gratitude, talk about what we were grateful for, those that were present, those that were not present at the table, to be able to then carry that forward and to just make it part of the daily exercise, right? Just make it part of my habits. We've been talking about this for a while where, you know, here we are starting each episode with a little bit of gratitude for the purposes of flushing the decks, for you and you and I together to get really, really present and in the flow of what we want to address today. It was, I think, the last recording session or the one before where you, know, you and I kind of looked at each other and said, why haven't we made gratitude an entire episode yet? Here we are. Because if, if the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is today. Today. Which is wonderful. So what am I grateful for? Yeah, please answer that question and let's get into it. What are we grateful for and why? I had a very meaningful Thanksgiving. It was with our family all together, and I mean that in the sense of our four kids. Our oldest daughter brought a teammate along with her from Sweden who had never been in, you know, in the in the ritual of a Thanksgiving day. That was special. Beth's mom and dad and, and sister and niece were able to come over and join us, and we were in my parents' home down in Southern California, down in the desert, where my father, obviously, for those of you that have been listening, passed away in July. My mom is not in good health and can no longer travel, but the the meaning of being in their home with oh, the yeah. million the million memories that my kids have over their entire lifetimes. We've been going there for twenty five years, and have spent many Thanksgivings at that table. It was powerful. Oh yeah, Pat and Wes um, were with you there, brother. That, that absolutely they were, they were absolutely with us before, during, and after. You can't hang out there and, and not see them and have flashbacks of 
various fun memories. So it was uh, just, just as I talk about it, I can feel that biochemical cascade, that kind of warm, you know, milk and cookies kind mm. of feeling that calms me down on the inside. This has been perhaps the most stressful year of my life. Yeah. And to soak in those kind of moments like Saturday, where it was just the six of us hanging out. And as I, as I mentioned to you in a text, I know, I know those are fleeting moments because our, our family's growing and it could be the last time it, for a long time. It could be. Yeah. And as much joy and gratitude as I have, it definitely brings some sadness and some heaviness, but I, I take it all in now and I don't, I don't stress about it. I, I saw this wonderful proverb with related to, specific to gratitude that I want to just share for a second. And it goes like this, gratitude can transform common days into Thanksgiving, turn routine jobs into joy and change ordinary opportunities into blessings. I'll say it again. Gratitude can transform common days into Thanksgiving. Turn routine jobs into joy and change ordinary opportunities into blessings. As I think about that and have had a little time to chew on it, how beautiful would it be? How powerful would it be? How incredible would it be if everybody brought the presence of Thanksgiving Day into their daily life? Oh, what would that world be like? I'm trying to uh, take the feeling that's been created by you asking that question, the vision, and I'm trying really hard to put it into words. And I, I just think it would be something really profound. It would be, it, it would be game changing for the 8 billion souls who live on this planet. If everybody yeah. took Thanksgiving and brought it into their Monday, their Tuesday, their Wednesday, their Thursday, their Friday, their Saturday, their Sunday, every day, every week. Yeah. And just taking those little moments of everyday monotony and making it something special, whether it's something pleasurable or not, if you can approach it with gratitude, I just, wow, it's a, like a lot of things, I drift away from gratitude at times and it's not always front and center in my head sure. and in my glasses. Sure. But holy smokes, Batman, when I refocus on it, uh, what it does for me is just incredible. Absolutely. And I want to kind of pick apart a big part of what you just said here. When you refocus on it, what I want to pick apart and what I want to ask you and what I want to get into a little bit more is something that Ace kind of threw at us. Our wonderful producer is here with us today. You all know him as Ace. Jeff, I'm really grateful for when he asked us this question, did you gratitude today? He turned the word that's normally associated as a noun as like this feeling that I have, this feeling of gratitude, and he turned it into an action word. And that, that just really struck me because I think intuitively you and I have always understood that gratitude comes, the feeling of gratitude comes because of an action that's taken, whether it's words that are spoken or whether it's a physical action that's taken. And you and I both have, have slipped from feeling grateful and feeling gratitude, especially when it comes to some of the harder things that have happened this year. So how might one who's listening in on our conversation today, who after a wonderful Thanksgiving is waking up on a Monday morning, going to a job, perhaps they don't love uh, with all their heart, right? They're not only going to the job, but realizing that 
the next big holidays right around the corner and what that bill is going to look like potentially. There's there's all this weight and maybe some anger, some resentment even starting to creep in on a Monday morning. I don't want to feel grateful. I don't feel grateful. Well, hey, how does one potentially take action? And like Jeff said, did you gratitude today? What did yeah, that, what did that of, look like when you're standing in the house repairing carpets? Yeah, yeah. This is all lovely, but lest we not have you share your gratitude there, dear sir. <laughs> I was trying to get away from that. I wanted to put I my see. I, I can totally tell, Captain Distraction. Well, one of the things that I'm going to say I'm grateful for is the sunshine we have in California right now. I'm just I'm going to start with a real simple thing I'm grateful for because when you and I had a little Zoom meeting earlier today, I was getting very irritated and pissed off at the angle of my shades in the office and how sun was blasting in on my face. And it was being very uh, it was irritating me and it was distracting me from the conversation. It quickly took me down this hole of building a resentment towards sunshine. And I well, had to come on, come on, <laughs> come here, stop, stop. Right. Says the upstate. Do you, want, do you want to go back to upstate New York? No, that's the point. Any human being can so quickly get taken out of a space of gratitude and get irritable about something. So I'm expressing gratitude for sunshine. I am so grateful for sunshine. I am so grateful for the beautiful 70 degree day we had at my house on Thanksgiving day where my in-laws came to visit with us. I'm so grateful we had my son Miles home with us. Uh, and I'm really, really grateful that Lucas, my younger son, had his own Thanksgiving table and his own people that he got to spend time with. Because this is the first Thanksgiving in 19 years without my son. And I could really go down a worry hole, a rabbit hole. I could really go down a not so grateful hole by the fact that he wasn't there. Right. I can hear it just in the way you phrased it. Yeah. Without and my son. Without my son. Right. He was just in a different place physically. Yes. He was just in a different place physically. And what's been so beautiful is the time we've been spending at six o'clock in the morning together and how incredibly grateful I am for that, how we spend time texting with each other as he's walking to catch the bus to go up to Mammoth Mountain to work as the sun rises. I'm so grateful we get to share sunrises together because we've never done that in person. Yeah. I am so grateful for that today. Sunrise That's, with my son. Well, then I'm, I'm glad I asked the question. I'm glad you did too. So how do we do that? How do we go from feeling scarcity, feeling lack of, feeling this is happening to me? And how do we use gratitude to get out of that space? First of all, why do we want to use gratitude to get out of that space? Why don't we, I mean, I, I got to say, sometimes I like being in that space. Sometimes I like being in that little scarcity, pissed off, you did this to me space. I like it. It feels good. Uh, and I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's more from the standpoint of staying there. Hmm. Right. Tell, if tell me more. A, if, it's tra if it's transitory, if you, if you go down into like that in, state. Like inflation? Like, in, like inflation. <laughs> exactly. As long as you don't stay there. Right. And let's face it. With the challenges that you and I have had both personally and professionally in 2022, there's been plenty of opportunity to go down the rabbit hole. And stay there. And to get, and to get into that aggravated space. I've done it. I've done it many, many times. Mm -hmm. I've, been, I've been more irritable in 2022 than probably most of my life collectively. It's easy to do against the backdrop of everything, A, that's going on in the world, 
B, that's going on in our business environment in terms of the challenges in the stock market, the bond market, inflation, the economy, ma, 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 as well as the backdrop of some of the things in our personal lives that have been very challenging. Mm-hmm. Now, the quickest way out of the abyss is gratitude. Steve Harvey, the comedian slash TV host slash advocate slash just extraordinary human being, he's quite the motivational speaker. I was listening to his spiel on gratitude this morning. Ha ha. <laughs> Pretty interesting you brought him up. We didn't talk well, about this ahead of time. We never do. Never do. Uh, and what I love about how he describes it is, and, and I certainly can't do it to justice the way he delivers it, but it is he coats his mind in gratitude. Mm-hmm. That is, and you and I talk a lot about kryptonite, right? That whole Superman concept of, of what kryptonite does. The first time I heard that, I'm like, oh, that's the shield. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about resistance on the show over the years. Gratitude is his shield. Gratitude is yeah. the shield against the resistance, right? Against the I don't want to, against my job is lousy. It's not the job is lousy. It's not the bills are overwhelming. It's not any of those things. It's the mindset that you need to have to be able to go push through all that resistance. And the way he says it in, to- in terms of coding his mind and gratitude, it's just awesome. He reminded me this morning, I, I was walking and lamenting a little bit over the repair work that we've put into Amy's car the last few months. Oh, this car, man, what a pain in the butt this car is. And of course, I turn on a little Steve Harvey. And what is he talking about right away is gratitude. And he's talking about how being grateful for what we have is what allows us to potentially have more in life. It's okay to ask for things, to want for things, to want for our children to be healthy, to want for us to be healthy, to want for more money, to want for more success, more clients, more fill in the blank. Health. Health. It's okay to want for these things. We have to first ask for them. We have to do the work for them, but we have to be grateful for what we have in order to be able to get them. And, And the example he used was beautiful. It's like, think about it in your own life. If you have two children, right, and you've given them everything that they have. And, you know, maybe you're not the wealthiest people in the world and, and what you've given your children is, is modest means and maybe they drive a crappy beat up old junker, but they have a car. And imagine if one of your children is constantly complaining about the stuff that you're giving them as a parent, the food you give them, the time you give them, the clothing you give them, the, you know, the opportunity to go to school. And all they do is complain about how crappy it is or how it's not enough. And then you have another child who's always thanking you for it, always grateful for it. No matter how crappy the car is, no matter if it's hand-me-down clothes from the other sibling, they're always grateful. Now imagine you come into more money one day and you've got enough to help one of your children. Which one are you going to help? The one that's constantly bitching that they don't have or the one who always expresses gratitude? And Steve's whole point of sharing that was that's how the universe works. That's exactly how the universe works. If you're not grateful for what you already have, how can you possibly be grateful for having even more of it? Yeah, having more. And the universe works in ways that instead of me sitting there bitching about how my car, it's like a money pit, 
be grateful for the fact that the universe has given you this car, which allows your wife to drive from point A to point B so that you don't have to come home from work, take her to work, go back to work and be that one car family that always has to struggle with getting everyone from point A to point B. Be grateful that you have that second car. And I might add to that, grateful to have the money to repair it. (laughs) Yes, I used to. We've recently put three sets of tires on three of our four cars, all of which we kind of knew was coming and had the emergency savings for it. But it was kind of like each one was a, it's now. Mm -hmm. No, it's not in, it's not in 5,000 miles. It's not in 10,000 miles. It's It's, no, it's it's now. now. Okay, boom. And I kept just, refocusing on how grateful I am that, A, we have people that we trust that can tell us this stuff. It's not my expertise to be able to know exactly when I need new tires. I rely on people for that. But I felt eternally grateful that we had the money to be able to just do it because I I don't have to go back, oh, that many years to remember times when I didn't. Yeah. And it had to go on the, hang on, during the holidays. Oh. when When everything else went on. The credit card. So the kids got tires for Christmas that year. Oh, <laughs> that was stressful. And I sure. know right now, I know right now there's 88 people listening to what I just said going, holy shit. And that's okay, guys. It's totally okay. Cause I've been there. And if I can dig my way out and Beavis can dig his way out, you can dig your way out. Well, thank God we've put together 86 episodes to help people go from where they are to where they want to be, which is sitting here at the table with you and me talking about how gratitude was probably the number one tool that helped us get out of that hole. Oh, Because it was the mindset piece, right? It's the mindset piece. It's the mindset. And as I have used the last month or so, I've traveled a lot. I've been with family through most of it. Most of it has been family oriented, not business oriented. It's giving me, it's given me some much needed time to just be away and think. And as as you and I have said many times, I don't know what the heck happens when I'm on an aeroplane, but when I get up into 32, six, 8,000 feet. Yeah. uh, You're out of the noise. Something, something happens for me. Yeah. You're out of the noise on the ground for sure. It is gratitude is absolutely a mindset is absolutely a set, you know, lens in the, in the glasses by which to view things and to get back into focus on. But there also has to be a determination and a willingness, right? This just isn't, it's just not going to happen automatically. You, you've got to have a drive and a determination much the way you did in your bathroom when you were 34. 33 years old in 2005 Mm -hmm. and much the way I was in October of 2008 at 38 years old with my back up against the wall and no, no options. I had more debt in two houses than most people will have in a lifetime. And you have to reach that trigger point where you just say enough's enough. I'm done. I'm moving forward. I'm not going to stay where I am. And like our favorite movie, Alive, if I stay in the fuselage, I'm going to freeze to death and die. That's a certainty. Mm -hmm. But I can try to go climb myself out of this. And it's that pivotal moment that you and I have both had that I'm sure many of our our listeners in the community have had, or they're rapidly approaching, that it's that decision point that says, I'm not going to quit. You bring up Alive, uh, you and McGregor, and I forget the other actor's name, but when they finally made that decision to climb out of the Andes, do you remember when they got to the top of the first summit? Oh. 
and saw the rest oh. of the summit that they would need to climb. And Ewan oh. McGregor looks at his partner there and says, I am so grateful to be here with you today, right? Or some, I don't remember the exact line in the movie, but he expressed gratitude for the cold air in his lungs and for being with him, his partner, right here fighting for my life with you today. I am grateful to have this. I can tell you that that was not my first reaction when I saw that view. When I saw that scene <laughs> no. of an endless stretch of mountains, as much as I talk about gratitude, I can tell you that was not my first thought. Yeah. As the third man standing there, I might imagine. Yeah. That movie also came out maybe a bit before we learned how to use gratitude as that tool from that view of that first mountain, realizing how many more mountains we've got to cross to get where we need to go. That might have been a little bit of a, of a spark that helped you see gratitude as a tool for the very first time. I know it was for me. Of course, I, I, I speed bumped right over that because it was just a movie and I was young until right, I met right. you. And then in 2005, you start talking to me about all the amazing things in my life that I could be grateful for instead of lamenting over all the mistakes that I've made, that as I continue to lament and think about and replay the tape in my head over and over and over, here I am spending days, weeks, months completely stuck, unable to move forward. You show me what gratitude looks like. And all of a sudden, unstuck begins to happen in my life. And it's not to say I didn't get stuck again. Sure. We're, we're going to get stuck over and over again. Over and, and over, over and, and over over again. That that part of the movie's a guarantee. Yes. Getting stuck is gonna happen. But so much of this is about learning how to get unstuck. This has to be an inside job. You can't rely on somebody else for this. You can't rely on your spouse or your partner or your kid or your parent or your boss or your coworker to help pull you out of this. This is an inside job that you've got to do it. You've got to pull yourself out of whatever the rabbit hole you find yourself going down. Yep. And this is the singular best suggestion I could ever make to somebody on how to unlock it and get moving again. Let's show everybody how to do it. Let's talk about this for a minute. And I'm going to pose this question to you to kind of kick this part of it off. Is the gratitude that you expressed on Thursday of last week what you need for today to feel grateful? Is the gratitude you expressed yesterday going to help you get unstuck today? It is for me in the sense that it's the reminder, right? What I, is? I mean, let's, let's, let's face it. We move at Mach 5 today. Mm -hmm. We move at a pace in our modern society that is, frankly, if I'm going to just put all the guns on the table, it is way too bleeping fast for me. When I focus on gratitude, it gets an opportunity for me to slow things down, mm -hmm. right? I've been away for the better part of 10 days. I'm coming into a full week, 100 miles an hour. It's very easy to snap back into that. But when I can go through a little morning ritual with my coffee this morning, oh. and I'm thinking about things that I'm grateful for over this last little visit here with the family, it gets me to slow down. Okay. So let me ask the question again then, because you didn't answer it. I did answer it. The gratitude yesterday. Yesterday. Does that help you stay grateful today? Or do you need to do something today to stay grateful today? No, it, help, it helps me stay grateful today. It helps me slow down and appreciate all that I have going on. Now, let me pose it to you a little differently there, uh, Mortimer. 
is when I look out at some of the scary monster mountains that are ahead of me this week, it helps me slow down. So I would say it's not an or, it's an and. I would say it helps me go about my day when I can reflect on something I'm grateful for. And then as I'm looking forward into my week or my quarter or my month or whatever it is, at some of the big scary monsters that are out there in the future that I have no control over today, the gratitude gets me very, very present. Yes. Perhaps the way I, I teed this up with you wasn't as direct as I wanted it to be. The, the point that I was trying to share with you was, was whatever I was doing yesterday to create gratitude in my life is not going to create gratitude in my life for me today. I have to. Okay. Do, so I, for, for I got me, it wrong. No, I no, answered it wrong. no, no. You answered it. You answered it beautifully. <laughs> I asked it wrong. I didn't ask you properly because what, what I'm trying to get at is yesterday, Yesterday morning, I woke up in the morning and I went through my gratitude rituals, which is the how to, like Jeff would say, did you gratitude today? And I, and I want to give our, our tribe here some examples of what that looks like. So for people who are feeling stuck and are leaning into this conversation and they love this concept of gratitude, how do we use it as a tool? My point is, is that for me, the exercise I did yesterday, the gratitude that I did yesterday the eating healthfully that I did yesterday, the praying and meditating that I did yesterday, those all helped me yesterday. For me, I can't rely on doing gratitude once on Thanksgiving Day to remain in gratitude for the rest of the year. It's something that oh, I have Yeah, it's something that 100%. I have to practice. And, that, and that's what I meant by the question I was asking you is- It's is, not a lithium battery. It, so it, it is something that you have to do on a daily basis. Yeah. Okay, that, that's what I was trying to get at. I was just curious for as, you what as, that looks I like. Might, I might even go so far as to say it's multiple times a day. Ah. Right? Because, again, if we're going back to the Superman concept of kryptonite, whenever the kryptonite sneak, sn sneaks in to your being, this is what helps push it back away and yeah. clears the decks. Right? Yeah. Just, again, just do it with me again right now. Think about something that you are incredibly grateful for right now. And then explain what that feels like on the inside. What, what did you feel like instantaneously flip and switch in your body? I went from shellfish to milk and cookies. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The, it's, it is incredible. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't need to be something profound. It could be just snuggling with your dog on the couch on a, on a lazy Sunday afternoon. Well, I'll it tell you be, what it was. I, I was getting irritated that I didn't say it right to you and you weren't getting my point and what I was trying to get across here. And How's that I, was, working? I was getting irritable. And then you just said, what are you grateful for right now? And I'm looking yeah. right at you. Yeah. And you are what I'm grateful for right now. And all of that spilkus that I had two minutes ago, blah, 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 blah. it just exactly it melted away. It went that, away. That is the beauty of demonstrating this is because it, it, it happens all the time. It took us. 12 hours to drive home yesterday. Wow. It's normally a seven hour drive. I've been doing it literally for 25 years. So I, I know this drive. I can name most of the gas stations, restaurants, whether they be fast food, snack stops, you name it between here and uh, the Washington street exit on high 10 in Southern California. And I could have been, Biggest grumpalumpagus on that drive home. But no, 
we stayed grateful. And, it, and so much of it was because of the day before. What, what is this show about? It's about being intentional. We say it's about being intentional with your money, but it's about living intentionally. Mm -hmm. And we made an intentional decision to spend Saturday, ordinarily, rolling back the playbook, that's the day we would drive home. Yeah, I was surprised you guys stayed in that a little, day. A little easier drive home. It's still a long drive and a tedious day, but it's not nearly like Sunday. And then you have Sunday to repair. But we said, no, we'd rather be together as a, as a nuclear family, right? The six of us, we hung out as a family. And that investment, right? Let's put it back in money terms. We made an investment to be together on a, a Saturday. The cost of that investment was a hellacious drive the next day. I wouldn't change it for the world. I had a smile on my face the whole time. It was stop, literally stop and go for 500 miles. I mean, it was just, it was horrendous. I could found see some you. Great, uh, found I some great podcasts. It was such a great example of how easily all of us in the car could have been ogres. All, all four of us. Our, our boys haven't been feeling well. They got a chest cold, a head cold. They were already a little bit ornery. But when they got out, I couldn't believe this. When they got out of the car, when we got home at 10 p.m., mm -hmm. they went, thanks, mom and dad. That was fun. Wow. Both of them. That's awesome. Both of them. So th this, I'm, I, I don't want to over-trivialize the, the importance of gratitude. So what, so what did you teach me? What, what can our tribe take away if they want to start building gratitude into their daily routine? Not yeah. annual, not, not a Thanksgiving-only Tradition, yeah. but something that happens every single day. What are, what are some of your favorites? So I got a few that just jumped to mind. Let's go, let's take one out of your playbook and borrow uh, some of your partner's uh, worst lipstick and write it on the bathroom mirror. Mm -hmm. Did I gratitude today? Mm -hmm. Or you, you taught me uh, using my cell phone and all the alarm capabilities on the cell phone so that uh, whatever works for you, every hour, every two hours, every six hours, just set a little alarm reminder for gratitude, right? You can label it on your phone. What do you do every night at the dinner table with your family? It's not every night, but uh, we certainly quite often will say, uh, tell us something that you're grateful for today. Tell us something that, that, made you, that made you feel good today. So that was the first one you ever taught me. And that's something we don't sit down at the dinner table every night as a family. No. When we do, that happens every single time. Yeah. Powerful. And it's powerful. I mean, I really enjoy my morning routine, getting up a little bit earlier, hopefully than the rest of the family. And if I've done my stretches, sometimes I'll do it while I'm stretching. I'll think of what I'm grateful for. Sometimes it's with my cup of coffee. If I have a quiet moment just to think about something I'm grateful for, and again, these don't have to be super profound. I mean, there are some days where it's like, damn, that's a good cup of coffee. I am so grateful for that, that yeah. we have our favorite coffee within, you know, a one mile radius of our house. Getting out of the car at the office today, it was like an absolute scene out of a movie with the fall foliage and the various leaf colors and the blue sky and the sunshine coming through the trees and all the leaves kind of falling off. I was like, that is spectacular. I am so grateful to live here. You're able to do that, brother, because you've had a lot of practice. A right? lot of practice. You've had a all, lot of all, practice. How many times on this show have we said you don't have to get the anchor in the boat all the way? You just have to get the anchor an a half an inch off the bottom of the lake. Yep. Right? So 
do it at the dinner table tonight. And if you're having dinner by yourself, just say it out loud to yourself. What are you grateful for today? What are you grateful for today? All it is is about getting started. And then guess what? I, again, our analogies, uh, our audience is probably tired of them. Why is a plane on autopilot? Because 99% of the time it's off course. Bingo. The autopilot brings it back on course. Constantly making these little micro readjustments. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get grumpy again about something else. I'm going to get grumpy again about something else, probably in the next two hours. <laughs> and if I can just have a little reminder of, oh, wow, I am so grateful I had that call with my sister today. And boop, it just, boop, it just snaps you out of it. As we're in one of the busiest, most stressful times of the year. Yeah. Those are all the, the best little tips and tricks that I can give you. Whatever works for you. That's what's, again, because this is all such a personal thing. You can't help me gratitude today. You can by prompting the question. Sure. But when I have my crabby moment, it's I've, I've got to be the one to remember to use gratitude to help me out of it. The only way I was able to get to a point where I could remember how to use gratitude in those crabby moments was by practicing it by having accountability for it. I have this group every morning by six o'clock in the morning, group of 12 guys on a text chain that exists for one purpose and one purpose only. And that's to hold each other accountable to starting our day with gratitude. Beautiful. Everybody is responsible for sharing their gratitude in that moment in the morning. And for most of us, it's very, very simple. By doing that every day for a period of time, I'm getting a lot better at those moments of getting out of my car and the chaos that's my world, being able to look around me and go, oh, yeah, gratitude. Look at how beautiful it is. I'm so grateful for how beautiful it is. But I had to have that kind of practice first to be able to get there for me. That, that's how it started for me. That's so beautiful. I hope that our tribe can take some of these tools, some of these action items of how to implement gratitude in their day to get that anchor one inch off the floor. Get in motion, get unstuck, and let's get through this holiday season with a heart of gratitude each and every day so that it's not a once a year thing, but it becomes a daily practice. And if we all as a tribe commit to this daily practice of gratitude, what kind of ripple effect might that have in our families, in our communities, the 8 billion people that we call neighbors around the world? Did you gratitude today? I did. Did you? And with that, that's a wrap. If you like what you heard, leave us a review and be sure to subscribe. And check out our website, yourfinancialsobriety.com. Thanks again for listening today. Here to help you find more clarity, confidence, and capability along your journey into financial sobriety. I'm Matthew Grishman. And I'm Jim Gebhardt be intentional with your money. Jim Gebhardt is a registered representative of and securities offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Jim Gebhardt and Matthew Grishman are investment advisor representatives of Gebhardt Group Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, and Gebhardt Group Incorporated are not affiliated. The opinions in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or investment recommendations. To determine which investments 
investments or financial advice may be appropriate for you, consult a financial advisor prior to investing. Any reference to market performance is based on historical information and there is no expressed or implied guarantee of future performance. Opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect those of Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. The topics discussed and opinions given are not intended to address the specific needs of any listener. Gebhardt Group Incorporated does not offer legal or tax advice. Listeners are encouraged to discuss their financial needs with the appropriate professional regarding your individual circumstance.